0: This is episode one of My Pageant Diary. I'm your host, Layla. I decided to do this podcast to kind of have like a personal voice diary that talks more around pageantry, because I feel like if I had another podcast that was just my life in general, it would be mostly about pageantry and like 20% about everything else. So I might as well just make it the pageant diaries and kind of give advice and try to like, give people that realization that they're not the only ones facing what they're facing and trying to help other pageant girls see like, that they're not alone and not every pageant girl isn't, you know, this just perfect, person and not not pageant girls aren't like that and I kind of want to open up on that fact and maybe recruit people to kind of be a pageant girl because they can listen to this and they can be like oh yeah pageant girls they aren't perfect and they do have things that are going on and they do have to have they have to be strong throughout these things to be who they are and that's what makes them confident and that's what makes them beautiful and it's not just their features so I want to talk about today um the anxiety that I'm getting Um, for the upcoming pageant in the next four months, um, less than four months. I have so much anxiety, and I don't know all the girls yet. I know that there are, I think, three that I know that are doing it again, and I know that it's going to be harder competition this year, and that gives me a lot of anxiety Last year was easier for me, anxiety-wise, because I wanted to do pageant, this, the pageant, at like, that was my first year going in and it was just, I knew I wasn't gonna win. Like, I really wanted to win, but I knew I was a rookie and I was just doing it to like meet new girls and to see how pageant, like, the pageant was. And so I didn't really get any extra help and I still don't, um, really. And I didn't have any experience other than my pageantry as a little kid, which is two co- two completely different things. And it's just been really hard, like coming with the fact that like last year, like that loss of not placing hurt me so bad. Um, I was still so happy for Kenzie and I was so happy for everyone, but like it was, you know, it's hard when you put your goal and you your whole life revolves around one thing and then it all comes crashing down, and you know you were doing it for fun, but it's kind of, like, odd, you know? And obviously, I got over it, and I've learned how to, like, not just focus on, like, this one thing coming up, right? Because then that, like, it hurts when something doesn't go the right way. And I still, like, put all my work and effort that I can, I put 120% into the pageant, But it's like, I also do other things, not to only create my pageant bio, but I have other things going on after the pageant that I need to look forward to. I'm enlisting. Like, I will be an active duty member after the summer and I'm gonna be enlisted during the pageant this year. I'm campus life president. I bring like a lot of spirit weeks and a lot of stuff to my school. And I have a lot of new friends and I'm Miss Teen Randolph or Miss Randolph Teen. And I feel like with that, It's like, I don't have to be this different person and I don't, I've never had to be that person. And, you know, people ask me that and they're like, do you have to be this different person on stage? And that's, I don't want to say that's what set me apart, but that's like what I know in my heart is that I'm not faking. When I talk to the judges, when I, you know, smile on stage, that's not a fake smile. That's my real genuine excitement to be on stage and to have people watching me and to be... Loved and appreciated for all the hard work that I've done and I bet every pageant girl feels that on that stage And I hope every pageant girl You know is honest and really is excited and it's not just in it for the competition But moving on You know this year It's about my goal is to win Um, My goal is to win my higher goal would be to this is a step in my highest goal, right? which is winning Miss Teen USA. Because if I win Miss Teen USA, I will be the first ever Miss Teen USA who will be an active duty member in the military, the Air Force branch. That means I will be making history on that pageant stage by myself because I will be the first active duty member to walk that stage as a teen, not as a miss, as a teen. And I really, 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 want to make history. I want to set an example for girls everywhere that they can do a lot of things and they can still in strength and they can still show elegance and poise. And I want to show that on stage this year and next year and all the years I have to do to make history. And I want to make history. I really do. And I think my anxiety comes from knowing that my pageant um, queens this year, or sisters this year, they are also very experienced with pageants. They've done way more than I have. They've had more titles than I've had, and obviously that gives me a lot of anxiety because it's like going. It's like going to school as like a first grader. You get right out of kindergarten and you see the third graders, and this is like the. I'm gonna use it as like a thing when you have like. PE with upperclassmen in elementary school it's like when you're a first grader you have to pay dodgeball with fourth graders you know it's like oh I am really good at dodgeball for my grade but against all these other people who have done dodgeball for many years am I as good as I think I was and I have to keep on telling myself that I am and that I deserve it just as much as they do and you know I have to stop saying, well, I don't deserve that title if I get it because all these other girls have worked all their lives for this title. That doesn't, that shouldn't put away my hard work. And I bet these girls are still working hard. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I think as everybody, no matter what situation that you're in, you're gonna have people who have worked longer than you for that same position, right? And I don't wanna hurt people's feelings by say I do win and say i do make history i don't want to have to feel guilty that i didn't do it as long so i don't deserve that title and it gives me anxiety how am i going to walk on a stage against these girls who've been doing it for years and years and am i going to feel bad if i win and am i going to feel so much anxiety that i lose because i'm not as confident and that's scary it definitely is and i do hope the best for everyone there and obviously if I don't win, I don't win, and I try again next year, I still have another shot. But, <laughs> I wanna show people who have told me all my life and that told me that I couldn't do it, that I can't. Right? Like, oh, you can't make a difference even if you do win Miss Teen Vermont because you're a small state. And it's like, I can though, and I wanna make this difference, and I wanna go to schools, and I wanna teach my platform, and I wanna go around and talk about bullying and talk about my bullying and everything that's happening and I want to do all these things with a crown on my head and hold that elegance and poise and I want to be able to share my platform and I but I also want these other girls to have that same experience but obviously it's not as easy for that to happen, right? because everyone who gets that crown has an amazing reign and deserves that crown so it's really hard to come to terms of the fact if I win, I'm going to make someone feel like I fell last year. But if I don't win, then people are going to look at me like they did last year. And I don't want to, you know, I want to make people proud of me, like my sponsors. And I want to make my parents proud of me. And I want to make the people who come up from New York and come up to see me and, you know, give me flowers and, you know, sponsor me and help me with my hair months before the pageant to lighten it and, oh, help me, you know, with my eyelash and help me with this, help me with that. I want all these people who have taught me how to be better from last year and who've given me good advice. And I wanna, you know, I wanna make people proud. But that's the sucky thing about life is you're not always going to please everybody even if I win this crown, I'm not going to please everyone if I don't win Miss Teen USA. And that's the sucky thing that people pleasers like me have to come to terms with. Is like, not everything you do can be liked by everyone. And I learned that the hard way last year. I learned that the hard way again this year with my spirit week that I held as campus life president. I had a lot of good reviews and a lot of people tell me it was one of the best spirit weeks that we've ever had at Randolph. I had teachers tell me and it was just a few students who I thought didn't have fun that made me contemplate everything that I did at that prep rally and I had to come to terms with like not everyone is gonna like the things that you do and I think that that's something everyone has to come to terms with and I just want to no, knowing that this is the start of my podcast and I'm already digging deep, I feel like this podcast is more of like to show, like I said in the beginning, to show other people that they're not going through things alone and that even as a pageant girl who can go out and smile and have fun, I still have anxiety and I still have, you know, losses and I still I, I still can lose but the difference is I get back up and I try again, right? So it's like, I just want to show people that you can get back up and try again and you're not alone and you're most definitely can blossom and get better. No matter if you put in 125, I put in 200% last year at that pageant and I still didn't place. Does that mean that it was rigged, or does that mean it was this and that? that? No, it just means that I needed to work on myself and get better. And at the time it didn't seem like I could get better. And then I look back and I buy you know, the DVD of the pageant and I look at the things that I did before the pageant. I didn't have a strong bio. There was nothing I did in my community that made a difference. And I look at that and I'm right after the pageant and I'm like, oh, after this huge loss where I thought I did amazing, I can finally see that I can get better, and I can get better to the point where I can show, I can make people proud, even if I don't win next year, because I'm going to progress, and if you look at me, you know, seven months ago versus me now, I'm a completely different pageant girl, not that I, my personality has changed, but that, like, I've gotten better at talking to people. I've gotten better at walks. I'm a great member of my community. I help the elderly. I'm campus life president. I love to help people more than I did. Like I did love to help people, but I couldn't find the confidence to go up and talk to people like I could now. And I want people to know that like, even as a pageant girl, you have your ups and downs and you have your anxiety. And I think that that's what I wanted to say is like, you don't have to be alone with that. And even as this girl that can go out and be like, oh, yeah, I do do pageants. Like, I don't see anything wrong with that and teach people. And I can always I always have something to teach. And I know I always have something to get better at. And I think that's the best thing you can recognize as a person is like there's always something you can get better at. If you don't recognize where you your your flaws and your positives, you're never going to get to the place where you want to be. Right, like obviously my goal is winning Miss Teen USA. Obviously my goal is making history and going across the globe and teaching, you know, kids about bullying and how it's, you know, I'm spreading my platform. And obviously that's a big dream of mine and modeling is a big dream of mine, but I would never be at the place I am after that pageant if I didn't see my flaws from last year. Like my wardrobe, I needed, you know, I took this bedazzling wardrobe, but it it hid me. And I knew it hit me, and that's why I picked it, right? Like, I didn't want them to see the real me because I had anxiety. Now, I can go in and pick a wardrobe and I'll be like, oh, this looks good on me. Like, this is going to really show me on stage and not going to show the dress. I am not a runway model. I'm not just showing off the clothes. I'm, I'm showing off myself, and it's a different walk. It's a different talk. It's a different wardrobe. I can look at my walk and be like, okay, this needs a little tweaking. Like, I could do. I can look at my interview, and I can look at this, and I could be like, yeah, like, that needed a little tweaking, and I was—I had anxiety. I was looking down, twiddling my fingers, but now I can see that I can be a better person, and that's what I'm saying is you can have anxiety that's perfectly normal. You're always going to have anxiety with competition. You're always going to feel guilt, and you're always going to go through these steps of you know, feeling like you want to quit, and what makes you strong is that you don't. And is that even though you know your competitors have done it way longer than you, you can still get up there and be like, yeah, like I'm going to do this and I'm going to be amazing at it. And if I don't win, I don't win next year. And if I do, that's amazing. That's all I want to come on here and say. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to this one today. And there might be another one next week. I'm trying to do it once a week. And just remember you're not alone. Thank you guys for tuning in to my first episode. Bye! So, this is my ending statement. During my ending statements from now and forever, I'll thank my sponsors, which will get new ones probably a lot um, until going to the pageant. And I'll tell you upcoming dates and events and the topic for my next podcast if I have it. So, for my sponsors, I would like to thank Taco Cat Cantina and Taco Truck All Stars for their generous sponsorship and for the amazing conversations that we've had. I would also like to thank them for everything that they've done for me with the altar and with Halloween before they eat river the sponsors, and I would like to thank them for their amazing tacos. So, go visit Taco Cat Cantina on their Instagram, or Taco Cat All Stars on their Instagram, or in their in-store location. Um, whatever the taco truck is, you'll have to look on their Instagram or their website, and Taco Cat Cantina is located in Randolph. Moving on, my upcoming events would be December 2nd, I am doing a tree lighting in Randolph. I will be there handing out hot cocoa and talking with Santa, of course. Um, and I can't wait for that. As well as thank you all for coming to this episode. And I know that it wasn't a great opener. The topic for my next podcast, which will be out sooner than a week. I'm trying to do at least once or twice a week. Um... But my next episode will be pretty soon. It will be open about me since this episode is more about anxiety. And I just thought of, you know, uploading my personal diary to the podcast. So thank you for joining. And again, thanks. And I'm really excited for this podcast. It's a lot easier than YouTube, I'd say. Because (laughs) I just get to talk to a microphone or out and it's just way easier it's hard to talk to a camera for me I don't know why when there's other people around talking to a camera is easy but like when it's just you in your room it's like oh you know so I like uploading my personal diary and I feel like there has to be visuals on YouTube like I feel like just talking to a camera on YouTube isn't the same as talking to a camera for a podcast but I'm really good at talking on camera it's just YouTube is so weird, I feel like I have to add, like, special effects and everything. But, yeah, I'm hoping that you guys like this, and thanks. Have a nice night. Bye.